You're shopping, right? Yeah. You're at uh, the grocery store. You're like at H-E-B or Randall's or wherever. You're at H-E-B. Set it straight. All right. You're walking around H-E-B and... Uh, what time of day is it? It's like 1 a.m. You know, you're coming home from shows and you're like, oh, I just... Oh, how'd I do? You did okay. I do? I mean, you did okay. I mean, you didn't do great. You got a lot on your mind. So you're you're coming home from doing a show, and um, yeah, you're shopping, right? You're picking up. Uh, you're like, uh, yeah, I'll grab a, I'll grab some uh, pasta. Some I'll get some penne. Treat right. myself. You know, you get a jar of sauce. I'm ready for a nice dinner. It sounds like. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of like. Um, you're kind of like staying in for the weekend, you know? Am I okay? I mean, you just got a lot on your mind, but you're just like... Wait, what do I have? This is the second time I said that. What do I have on my mind? I mean, there's just a lot going on. So like, you like what? I mean... Just a lot of stuff? Yeah, there's just a, you know, just a few different things. I mean, like, um, your check engine light came on your car. Yeah. You know, you're, uh, you're, um, there's some transition at work. You know, you had a manager who you liked who's leaving, and... You're not really sure how well you're going to get along with the the new guy, you know. Right, yeah. Um, you're also seventy thousand dollars in debt. Uh, <laughs> For what? You killed a kid, you know. Was, but like, <laughs> wait, hold on. You really don't like this new manager at your job, right? But how do like kill a kid? Uh, the manager I can deal with. How do they murder a kid? So basically, you were you were doing a comedy show. How did I do? Yeah, uh, I mean, you killed. <laughs> Murder? <laughs> murder. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he murdered. Uh, so you, you went to San Antonio. They're like, hey, Pat, uh, we got a show in San Antonio. It's uh, $10, right? Uh, there's It's at this uh, it's at this pizza place. You know, we'll have dinner. You know, they got a, they got a little pizza buffet, salad bar scenario. Like, whatever you want, you know, just come get a couple beers. 10 bucks. you know, whatever. You want to do it, come do it. So you're uh you go to this you go to this pizza buffet yeah and they've got like a room in the back set up for for like private events and stuff and um so they they got probably like forty chairs set up right so you get there a little early yeah. you eat your pizza it's okay so that means the pizza's not that good yeah so I mean it's not that good it's not like bad but it's just like uh this is like tombstone yeah I feel was, cheated yeah yeah it wasn't like what you expected right. um. So the meal was kind of like underwhelming. The beers were like a little flat, you know. They they still get whatever you want, but they only give you two. They charge a different one. So it's just kind of like a lot of like little <laughs> minor annoyances, right? <laughs> and uh, see, so you go up and you're gonna you're gonna do thirty minutes to close out the show, and uh, you just bomb really hard, right? Like the hardest you can remember bombing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they just they just don't like you on a personal level. But the people who went up before you were kind of hacky and shitty, and they just crushed, you know. But the, the, like you were just like, oh man, if these guys are doing great, I'm gonna I'm gonna wreck shop. But I don't. And you just you just eat shit hard, right? Right. Okay. And <laughs> I get it. So like, you're you're in this back room of this pizza buffet, you know. And this pizza buffet, it's famous because it has a uh, the world's first ski ball machine in it, right? And that's their claim to fame. Okay. Like. Uh, Come to Rigatoni's, home of the world's first. Is that why I go there, or it's a coincidence? It's that? just like a, it's just like a coincidence. Yeah. And then there, this is uh, 
rolling at, at Rigatoni's. This is the name of this comedy night. He's going to be rolling in the aisles with laughter. And so there's kids like playing the skee-ball game and they're kind of like running in and out. So you're doing the show and it's like dead quiet and you hear like the laughter of children in the other room and you hear them run down the hallway and sometimes they'll like peek their head in and just laugh, right? <laughs> like laugh at me or? I mean, you wouldn't think so because it's like clearly just kids being kids. But every time they come in, they like look right at you and they kind of like they kind of look into your soul a bit. You know, how many kids are there? I mean, there's there's a couple kids. uh but there's one in particular that just like every time he comes in, it's just like you feel like you you lose like a childhood memory, you know, every time he looks you in the eyes. There's something happens inside of you where you're like, like you, you have a bit, uh, you have a bit in, in your act and you're just kind of coasting at this point. Like it's going so bad and you're telling this bit that was inspired by like a, a real life story that was based on a lady that you in your neighborhood when you grew up, right? And you always remember she had like a particular kind of car. But when you look at this kid and you're getting to that bit, you all of a sudden can't remember what that car is, right? So the way it's just, affecting my my work life. Yeah, you feel like it, right? Yeah. And this kid just kind of keeps coming in, and over the course of the half hour, he like come in and go like one row of seats up, and then turn around and run away, and okay, he's kind of like, <laughs> look at this. Am I contracted to do a certain amount of time? Yeah. I mean, like contract. I mean, it's a show, okay. you know. But like, have I get paid? Have I been paid yet? No, they're like you get your ten bucks at the end of the night. Okay, I would jump off the stage, and I would run after this kid. I would so say, "Fuck how, this! This is not worth the ten dollars I'm about to get. This isn't going well." So you, they don't want me to be yeah. up here. Yeah. I'm gonna get off. I'm gonna find some fucking answers. So you you go and you run after this kid, yeah. right? And the kid, you kind of, like, chase him through the restaurant, right? Like, you knock over an old woman. She broke her hip. I mean, she, she died several months later, mostly because of that, but whatever. Uh, that Nobody can really prove it because uh, the kid could have knocked her over. You know, she was old. I mean, it was, it was her 100th birthday, and her whole family was there, but whatever. It's I mean, the, it could have been the child's fault. So you're, like, chasing this kid, and uh, you're running through the whole thing, and you're coming up on the skee-ball machine, and the kid trips over like a, a cord on the rug, and he flies, uh, he flies onto like the ramp of the ski ball machine. You trip over the same cord, and with all of your weight, you land on top of him, and he just—it's like a—it's just like a red balloon, you know, just red mist everywhere. His head popped off, and it rolled up, and it sat on top of one of the corner ones. You know, one of the hundos, one of the big dogs. Wait, his head came off. You, that's how much force you landed on him with. Holy because shit! He's like a small child. I killed a kid. Yeah. So this kid's head came clear off. It landed on top Jesus. of the hundred point thing on the skee ball machine, and you saw it like look down at you, right? <laughs> and you heard your name in an ancient language you've never been able to recall since. But when you heard it in your mind's eye, you knew it was it was your name. It was coming from that head. And you, yeah, and you heard it. It was very loud at first. Right. Well, uh, you started a nosebleed, and then as it, as that sound sort of faded away, the nose went back up. The blow went back up into your nose, like an anti-nosebleed. Okay. Right. So that's how you killed this kid. So you're walking around the store. You're going grocery shopping, right? You're picking out just like the bare essentials because you have no money because the debt. Because uh, you broke the, the thing was like nobody gave a shit about that kid really, but you broke the world's first skee ball machine. 
And the owner was like, dude, this is my entire livelihood. <laughs> and so he sued you. What the fuck? And the judge the judge said, Hey, we have an estimate seventy thousand dollars, Pat, you have to pay this. This sucks so, so bad. You're in you're in debt seventy thousand dollars. And no you. one no one cares that this gross no. miscarriage of justice happened. I mean you no. broke you broke the world's first ski ball machine. Pat. I didn't mean to. And you killed a kid. I was chasing a kid who was stealing my memories. Yeah, but you didn't. I didn't think I would trip, land on him and break his head off but you did pat that happened like i can't help you all right okay so you're seventy thousand dollars in debt you have like next to no money all right right sure and uh and you're shopping and you're picking out like okay i'm just gonna get like some pasta and some sauce and like rice and you know i'm gonna get a i'm gonna get a thing of uh i'm gonna get a thing of pickles i'm gonna get um some spinach pack of cheese right so you're you're like filling your card up you don't think anything about it you get home, and you're like, okay, it's kind of late. You've been out all night. You just want a snack, right? So you go into the fridge, and you pull out the jar of pickles. It's just standard, like, pickle spears. You like pickles? I do. I okay. enjoy pickles. So. Something tells you I'm not going to for much longer, but. So you, you open it, and when the seal breaks, your heart skips a beat. <laughs> okay. This, you can feel it pop, and your sure. heart just kind of skips a beat. Right. And it's it's nothing like. It was it was just like a new sensation, and it kind of like shook you for a second. You're like, oh, that was that was strange. Yeah, and it's pretty fucking weird. So you you go to pull out a pickle, right? And you pull out a pickle, and you you put it on a plate. You come in the other room, and you know you turn on TV, uh, and like the light of the television just kind of shines off the plate, <laughs> you know, off this pickle. Yeah. And you pick it up, and you go to put it in your mouth. Yeah. And you hear, hey, Pat. <laughs> Pat, wait. From what? What do I hear that from? Um, you don't really know at first. You kind of like look around the apartment, and you're like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, what the fuck is going on? And <clears throat> so you are you hear like a <clears throat> something clear its throat, and you look down in your hand. The pickle, like the tip of it, you know how there's like a cut end and then a non-cut end? Yeah. The non-cut end, it's got like a little, you know, sometimes there's that little piece that comes off like the root and it's like a strand, it looks like a strand. Sure. It's got one of that and it's like jet black and it's curled up in like a pompadour. Great. Great. And directly, directly underneath there, the top two most seeds have turned white with a small black dot and they're clearly eyes. A little further down, another seed has fallen out where presumably a nose would be. And then a little further down from that, there's a whole row of seeds yeah. that have gone out across the whole pickle where, where teeth would be. But it's got it like a jet black fucking pompadour. <laughs> it looks thick as fuck. Yeah. It looks good. It's a good looking pompadour. And it's like looking right at you and it kind of blinks at the seeds. It's like, Pat, what do you say to it? <laughs> I would say, what the <clears throat> fuck is going on? I would say, how are you doing this? Do you understand how insane this is? What's going on? So you kind of like... I would be so upset, dude. You, I would be... I would be so unbelievably upset if this is if this is my reality now. Yeah. That there's these pickles that are... I have pompadours and they didn't know my <laughs> name somehow. They don't say like, oh, stop. They say my name. Yeah. How do they know my name? So I'd be upset. So you like you like take your free hand and you like rub your eye. <laughs> and right, you're like, you know, you think you're like seeing things, 
And when you open your <laughs> eyes again, the pickle now has on like a, a greaser t-shirt and jacket. <laughs> where did they get it from? Aaron, where did they get it from? I, it's just there. I don't know. And okay. so, uh, and now his face kind of looks a little more formed. And as you've like grown accustomed to like viewing it as, as uh, with having like human traits, you kind of like see the face a little bit more. And it's like, hey, my name's Bill. Bill the Dill. <laughs> <laughs> and I hear you're in a bit of a pickle. <laughs> I go, yeah. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he's like, well, Bill the Dill's job is to help get you out of that pickle. And say, how did you find me? <laughs> what are you? What is this in reference to? And he goes, <laughs> he says, Listen, Pat, I'm part of the I'm part of the pickle clan. We've got folks all over the country. The pickle clan. The pickle clan. What do you want from me? Because <laughs> I'm here to help you out, little buddy. And you you like see him kind of like shift, and you almost feel like something tap your arm. You know, like he was patting you encouragingly, but there there was like you didn't see anything. Yeah, you feel it. You hear anything? I would say, tell me what the fuck you want, or I will rip you in half. I don't like what you just did. Stop doing that shit. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's clever. I don't find it intimidating. So stop doing that. Tell me what you want, or I will rip you in half. You're a pickle. He goes, oh, you don't want to rip me in half, except with your teeth. And he, he like he smiles real big. His seeds sort of go outside of his frame, you know? Yeah. And then it recedes back into his frame. <laughs> but he smiles real big. <laughs> I would say, tell me what you want now, Bill the Dill. He goes, I can, I can help take care of this debt for you. You just got to do me one favor. What's that? And so he, he continues to tell you that, uh, that he works for uh, part of his pickle clan. What they do is they, they monitor bad people all over the world. They're in every restaurant you're yeah. in. They're in every grocery store you're at, you're in. They're in your homes. If you've been near Pickles, they've been watching you, bro. They've seen shit you've done, right? And they report back. They can see me through the Pickles? Yeah, the, the Pickle clan can see you. So they report back. They have, like, a, a central neural network that they're able to upload all their thoughts and hopes and dreams into. The Pickles, and they can trans Yeah, the Pickle clan. And they can then transmit them to any member of the clan. Okay. And they can try to do things like this where... They will uh, try to bring part of you into their circle in exchange for getting you out of their pick, whatever pickle you're in. Uh, you just have to do them a favor. What pickle am I in? You're in a pickle because you owe $70,000. Oh, right. I forgot. I saw. Remember, because you killed that kid. And yeah. more importantly, you fucked up the world's first skee-ball machine. Okay. I would say, okay, pickle guy, dill, bill the dill. Bill, yeah, it's bill I the dill. I go, what do you have to offer, sir? He says, I'll take care of all your debt. You just got to take care of one thing for me. What's that, sir? And so he, he starts to tell you about a, a man that that lives in, in Waco. Uh, and he said that this is he's just a bad man. He's hurt a lot of people. And you just got to trust us. He's with a part of the pickle clan. I would No, I wouldn't trust us at all. There's a talking pickle yeah. called Bill the Dill. Bill the Dill. Who's telling me to take out some guy who lives in Waco. No, there's no way... The Pickle Clan has the best interest of this nation at heart. I would say, you know what? Look, I owe $70,000. That's a lot of money, but that's not an unheard of amount of money. I can eventually earn this. 
I don't need Bill the Dill to do some kind of weird supernatural bullshit and erase it. I'd rather be alive and healthy and happy. So when you tell him, when you tell him that, uh, somehow a tear forms in his eye, in his seat. And, oh, and Bill the Dill. And Bill the Dill. Yeah. And his his sea, I hate his, this guy. His sea lips start to quiver. <laughs> he's he's so upset. Yeah. And he goes, "Well, if another child dies, don't say we didn't try to stop it." Another? What are you talking about? And so he he gets into the story how this guy has uh, he like he targets like uh like children. And he, he he's just like a he's like a serial killer. Who? This guy. They're trying to get you to help out. They're trying to get you to take care of so you can get out of your pickle. Build the dill. Wait, I have to, I have to kill a serial killer. Yeah, he to... wants you to murder the serial killer, and the the pickle clan will take care of your debt. They'll wipe it out, and they'll get you back on your feet. Can I go to the cops and have them help me? I mean, yeah, I have a hot tip on the serial killer. Right. Can I do that or no? Okay, so if you want. It's okay, I do. I okay, go to the so cops. You, you go to the cops. I go, guys, I've got something for your files. So you're you're in the police station, right? Yeah. And you're waiting to see a detective. And uh through the door walks like through like the door like leading from the inside of the police station, like yeah. out in like whatever like holding area or waiting room is, you see like a, a really grizzled cop like burst through the door and he's got a child in each arm and their faces look like they're just covered in chocolate. And he's just cursing under his breath. He goes, you motherfuckers. He goes, I got two more weeks. I don't need any of this bullshit. He's just like a fucking grizzled ass cop. Yeah. You see him like walk through and he kicks the front door of the police station open and he throws these kids out into the street and he goes, nobody steals candy on my watch. And then he walks back. Who is this guy? So as he walks back, uh, you see his badge and it says crumbs on it. Yeah. And that's all you see. I would you, I would turn to to whoever a cop was near me, and yeah. I'd say, "Who's this? Who's this guy?" He, he, the guy just goes, "Fucking Sergeant Herbert Crumbs." Yeah, who? Uh, what, what's his deal? He's he's the best goddamn candy cop in the state. And he just he takes a drink of his coffee and he walks away. So you go to the cops. So you're um. <clears throat> <laughs> Your detective is like, "Hey, Pat, uh, come on back and come talk to me." So he leads you into like, just like an office area, um, but it's pretty clear that it's like there's like a two way mirror. There's obviously like a camera in there, and they're gonna interview you. So they're like, "So uh, go ahead and tell us about about this serial killer." What do you tell him? Like, what kind of information do you give him? I would just tell him everything I know. I'd be so upset with this whole thing. Gotcha. I would so, just, I would, I would just go. Look, I just want this done. I want to get out of here. Yeah. Here's everything I know. And they're like, "How did you? How did you come to learn this? Like, there's stuff that nobody outside of like this department knows. Like, how did you learn this? And like, we've covered all of our tracks. We know everybody involved. I, I was, how the fuck did you learn this? I go look. Here's what you need to catch this person. Yeah. I can't tell you how I know this, but please, you just use this information. It they're doesn't like, matter where I got it from. They're like, it does. It does matter because when you come in here and you say shit like that, that makes you like a person of interest because nobody go, can know I this. I go, I'm not a person of interest. If you want to investigate me, investigate me, and you'll find nothing. So they, I will never tell you how I got this. They arrest you immediately. Sure. And they they put do you a background. In. I would say do a background. That's fine. 
So they arrest you immediately, and they they put you in jail yeah. instantly. Uh, and like you're you're in there like over the weekend, right? Sure. Um, you have to shit in front of like thirty different people, <laughs> and they're all just watching you intently while you shit. You have like probably the worst diarrhea you think you've ever had. Like it's if not, it's real fucking close. You're just painting the bowl. Sure. And a little bit gets out on the wall, and they all just fucking hate you so much. So you go and like you're in there over the weekend and you know people are like why are you in here and you tell them the story about the serial killer and they all just kind of like look around they're kind of scared you know Cause yeah it, it, it definitely doesn't seem right it, it yeah right yeah so the cops uh get a get a search warrant and they they search your home right and uh they they don't really find anything like the that you knew of but somehow they came back and they're like hey we found uh we found a a handkerchief that has dna of one of the kids and they they throw you in jail for life what yeah wait 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 a minute for what they they want they want to pin this murder on somebody and you went to the cops with it instead of taking care of it yourself and they fucking threw you in jail and Wait, they want to do it to me? Yeah, they want. They that's how police. That's how police work. Wait, so what happens? So you go to prison and uh, what? Yeah, you go to prison for murdering several children. Oh, you make no. it like you make it like two and a half weeks, and it's like there's one thing you love, and they have like this tuna casserole. You were never like a tuna casserole person, but prison has really hardened you over two weeks, and they have this tuna casserole, and it's tuna casserole day, and it's like the only thing you're gonna look forward to for the rest of your fucking life, and you're about to take the first big bite of the steaming hot tuna casserole, and like the the lunchroom, and then some guy comes up behind you, slits your throat, and you die. <laughs> Everybody thought you killed a bunch of kids. <laughs> Bill the Dill. <laughs> That's how it ends. Yeah, Bill the Dill offered you offered the help, and you you went another route. That <laughs> fucking sucks, Aaron. <laughs> the American justice system is broken. That is that is the worst one we've ever done. <laughs> That's the worst one. <laughs> the pickle clan. Bill the Dill. The Pickle Clan is awful. That sucks. <laughs> Bill the Dill, man. He's there to get you out of your pickle. You fucked up, dude. You fucked up. Bill the Dill. That is that really makes me <laughs> mad. You fucked up. Okay, yeah, clearly. You you could have done something, but you fucked up. Well, a lot of kids died. All right. You died too. All right. Well, that's it, I guess. Yeah.